जय 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 कृष्णा कीर्तन गान नर्तन परो personality of Godhead who is manifesting himself <clears throat> through the Vaishnavas <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya Supreme Lord. Just a second. My throat. (coughs) Lord Chaitanya, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who manifests himself through the Vaishnavas. Vande Rupa Sanatana. Oh, Rupa and Sanatana. We were yesterday in Ramakali, that transcendental abode, and saw how Rupa and Sanatana have recreated Vrindavan. Shilabhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he established the padas or the footprints of Lord Chaitanya there, just right next to a tamal tree and, and the kadamba tree. And there, in that place, um, Rupan Sanatan, somehow or other, uh, met Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because of their devotional qualities. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent them to Vrindavan. Nana shastra vichara naikanipano sadharma samstapan ko. He sent them there for the mission of thoroughly studying the scripture and thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly worshiping uh, Torahsley worshipping the Supreme Lord. Rupa Goswami established the deity of Radha Govinda. Mm. Sanatan Goswami, the deity 
Offenbar und Moha. Yes, Deigu Pasnatma. Raguya Go. Raguna does go Swami. He excavated, he excavated the Radhakund. And Srila Gopabhata Goswami, he established the deity of Radharama. Jaya Radha Raman Radha Raman Radha Jaya Radha Raman Radha Raman Radha Oh, Radharaman, such a wonderful deity. How can we not love Radharaman? It is said, um, Sri Radharaman's lotus face is like Sri Govindaji's. His chest is like Sri Gopinath's, and his lotus feet are like Sri Madan Mohanji. By taking darshan of Radharaman, one receives the simultaneous darshan of these primary deities of Vrindavan. Remember that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, Madhav Mohan is described as the Sambandha deity and Radha Govinda as the Abhideya deity and Gopinath as the Prayojan deity. Um, Abhida, Sambandha making the first connection, Abhideya, um, the process by which one makes advancement uh, and Prayojan, the ultimate leader of Krishna. So Madhu Mahan attracts the deities in the material world, the living beings in the material world, attracts them to Krishna, irresistibly so. Govinda, the giver of pleasure, uh, instructs, instructs the living beings by speaking the Bhagavad Gita and by, by manifesting within their hearts. And Gopinath, Gopinath performs his eternal pastimes of the spiritual world and the purified devotee is gradually transported to enter into the eternal pastimes of the Lord. So it is that Radharaman, his lotus face is like Sri Govindaji's, his chest is like Sri Gopinath's and his lotus feet are like Sri Madan Mahanji's. By taking darshan of Radharaman, one receives the simultaneous darshan of these pre-primary deities. Mm. There are so many different, different arrangements in the worship of Madan Mahan. Um, he wears beautiful, beautiful turbans. Sometimes, He's only seen in, in a copin and a turban. So his beautiful threefold bent form is visible. 
uh, is wonderful blackish body uh, decorated with very very nice ornaments oh how attractive is Sisi Radharaman mm. this is the deity of Sri Radharaman was manifested from one of Gopal Bhatta Goswami Shaligram Shilas um, in 1542. Some say it was the full moon of Vaishak, April, May. Others say that he appeared on, on the Sringa Chaturdasi um, one day before. And that because um, and said they, the event is celebrated every year May by bathing the deity with 100 liters of milk and other auspicious items. Gopabhata Goswamis, other Shaligam Shilas are also worshipped on the altar. There's no deity of Radharani with Radharaman, um, but Gomati Chakra is worshipped on the altar to his left. Um. According to an injunction of Shihari Bhakti Vilas, a Gomati Chakra is to be worshipped along with the Shalagram Shila. Hmm. So we're these were some some things posted on the page shalagram.net, uh, which is giving us a little bit of, of insight on the, uh, yes, on the worship of Radharaman. And I was reading a little from their site while looking at beautiful pictures of Sisi Radharaman. What can I say? Uh, these deities, uh, this deity is just out of this world. Radharaman is one of the few original deities of the Goswamis left, of the Goswamis still in Vrindavan. Other deities went to Jaipur, but Radharaman never left Vrindavan. The fires for cooking in the temple kitchen have been burning continuously for over 435 years since the deity was installed. There is no foreign element such as matches uh, are used for ignition purposes. Yes, it is very traditional. Also, the cooking is very traditional. Uh, there's no foreign elements in the cooking. So no chili, no potatoes and tomatoes and eggplants, because these things are not traditional to Vedic culture. These were imported uh, so much later right, from, uh, from, from overseas. One rich businessman made an offering of clothes, crowns, and jewelry to Sri Gopalbhata Goswami, who, who lamented that as he was worshipping Sri Shaligram, which was round just like a stone he could not dress 
or put crowns and jewelry like the other Goswamis were doing with their deities. Lamenting in this day, this way, the Goswami took rest early in the morning. When he came to offer the Seva Arpanam Puja for the Shaligrams, he discovered that one of the Shilas, Damodar, had transformed into the most beautiful threefold bending deity of Krishna, who had manifested himself out of love just to receive loving worship from Gopabhata Goswami. The name Radharaman means one who gives pleasure to Srimata Radharani. This is the one. This is one of the mysterious names of Lord Sri Krishna. There's no external manifestation or deity or Srimata Radharani in the temple that has a crown next to Radharan, to, to Ramanji that represents her presence. So this is very amazing, very wonderful, uh, just to hear about Radha Raman. Have a look on the internet later and take darshan. Uh, these are the deities of, or this is the deity of Gopabhata Goswami. Mm. The, um, the Bhakti Ratnakar is, is, is the only book that really describes a lot about Gopal um, Bhattu Goswami. Um, there's a little bit something, a short reference that there was a son of Venkatabhata in South India, who was the uh, the son of, or, or, who had a son named Gopal. And, and Go, and, but we are not hearing a lot about Gopal. But let's read in the Bhakti Ratnikar, because that is the one book. According to the Bhakti Ratnikar, Gopal Bhatta um, instruct, Goswami instructed Krishnadas Kaviraj not to mention his name. Um, um, later we find that Lokanath Goswami also mentioned Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, or also told Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami not to mention his name. Mm. And of course, um, let us read. The particulars about the ancestors of Sri Gopabhata. Now reading from the Bhakti Ratnakar, uh, page 80, or not page 80, text 80, sorry, text 80. Mahaprabhu met Sri Gopal Bhatta in South India. I shall summarize the history of the Bhatta family. Sri Gopal Bhatta was the son of Sri Venkata Bhatta. Sri Venkata Bhatta lived in the South and was a renowned Brahmin scholar of all Shastras. Trimala, Venkata and Sri Prabodhananda were three brothers of whom Sri Gorachandra was the very life and soul. Formerly they were worshippers of Sri Lakshmi Narayan, but by the favor of Mahaprabhu, they later became great devotees of Radha Krishna. During his visit to the south, Mahaprabhu Gorhari spent four happy months in the house of the Bhattas. And because it was the time of the, uh, of the rainy season, so during the rainy season, uh, sannyasis wouldn't travel and they would stay in, in one place. Uh, and, and that was uh, a nice practice. Uh, 
just like now, it is a rainy season and we're staying in one place. And it is a nice practice because it is a time when we can become more reflective, when we can become more, uh, more regulated. Uh, the life of travel uh, means we have to adapt to new circumstances and and, and find some some place and, and 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 this and that and the fatigue of travel and whatever may be. Uh, of course, a rolling stone gathers no moss. So, uh, for a renunciant to travel is also advantageous. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu traveled through South India after he had taken sannyas. And on this journey, um, he met with so many personalities, and one of them was Venkatabhata. And in that meeting with Venkatabhata, who was a prominent personality in Sri Rangam, in the temple of Ranganathji, one of the senior, uh, senior priests, um, Venkatabhata, um, a, a discussion is recorded between Venkatabhata and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And one day, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Venkatabhata, he said, my, my dear Venkatabhata, can you please answer a question? Is it true that, that your Lakshmi is always, always serving the lotus feet of Lord Narayan? Oh, yes, indeed, yes, said Venkatabhata. Lakshmi, Lakshmi is, is known for Padasivanam. She is fully absorbed, always in serving the lotus feet of the Lord. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, then may I ask a question? Then why is it that Lakshmi Devi performed austerities, uh, performed austerities to, to attain Krishna in the Rasa dance. Venkatabhata sort of looked from, oh, he said, well, there is no difference. There is no difference between, between Lord Narayan and Krishna, same Lord. No difference. All right, said Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If there is no difference, then how is it, then how is it that Lakshmi Devi could not attain, attain Krishna and could not enter the Rasa dance? That, Venkatabhata, said is inconceivable. But at the same time, Venkatabhata said, you, since you are the Supreme Lord, Krishna himself, uh, you please reveal that answer. Hmm. Anyway, so Venkatabhata was a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya. Hmm. In the, in the book Chaitanya Charitamrita, there was a beautiful description of uh, a 
of the Lord's sudden tour. There's no mention of Gopal Bhatta in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, but his family is mentioned. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Kanda 9, 82-83, there's mention of a Vaishnava named Sri Venkatabhata who respectfully invited Mahaprabhu to his house. Uh, now let's have a quick look because I remember that he is shortly mentioned. Uh -huh. So Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 9. So, and then put a search on Gopal. Let's see. No, not really. Yeah. Okay. Only in the purport I saw. So let's carry on. There's mention of a in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Kanda Kanda. 982.83, there's mention of a Vaishnava named Shivanka Tabata, who was respectfully invited, who respectfully invited Mahaprabhu to his house. He was defeated the Lord and drank the water with all the members of his family. It was said that Gopal, the son of Venkata, became ecstatically emotional by drinking that water. Although he tried to control his body, it shivered in ecstatic love. Gopal was a beautiful young man whose complexion was as bright as a golden champak flower. His lotus-like face had large eyes and eyebrows and his nose and forehead bore the bright tilak of the Vaishnavas. How beautiful were his ears and neck, how beautiful were his hands, chest and thin waist. How beautiful were his shank, knees, reddish feet. He wore bright clothes and was decorated with many ornaments. Um, everyone was fascinated by his ever-increasing beauty and his manliness. Having received Mahaprabhu, his life and soul, Gopal engaged himself most gladly. In the, in the Lord's service. I worship Sri Gopal Bhatta Prabhu, who was the best of all Brahmanas and was engaged with utmost sincerity in the service of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I'm, I'm unable to describe how Gorhari favored Sri Gopal Bhatta. So sometimes the beauty of a devotee is described and here due to his, uh, his piety, due to his piety, he received a uh, very refined and beautiful features. Uh, obviously, Gopal Bhatta was a great personality from last life who had taken uh, a great birth, this life, uh, in, a, in a family of devotees who were, uh, who were all great devotees of Lakshmi Narayan, but who then by the association of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, became transformed and became devotees of Krishna. Mm. The character of Sri Gopal Bhatta. Nevertheless, I shall attempt to describe the character of Gopal, who was always engaged in the service of Sri Mahaprabhu. 
He was not satisfied to see Mahaprabhu as an ascetic, but he lamented privately. He addressed Providence with a choked voice. O Providence, why was I born in this far away place? Why have you forced me to see Mahaprabhu in the dress of an ascetic and deprive me of observing his pastimes in Nadia? How cruel you are to allow him the life of a renunciant when I long to see him as Rajendranandan, the Lord of Sri Radhika. Lamenting in this way, he wept like a madman and breathed a heavy sigh as hot as fire. Forgiving providence, Gopal then lamented that the ill fortune was his own fault. Having spent himself in lamentation, Gopal remained reticent, yet Gorhari could understand the state of Gopal's mind. When Gopal fell asleep, the Lord of Navadvip appeared to him in a dream. Lord Gorasunda strolling through the streets of Navadvip, and he was there with him. Nichananda and Advaita took him lovingly in their arms, but when they were about to tell him something, he woke up from his sleep. Gopal looked around in bewilderment and then went impatient to find Shigora. Mahaprabhu was delighted and revealed himself in the form of a coward boy with a blue complexion. The divine beauty remained, but in a few moments the blue complexion turned golden. The glow of Gorasunda's beauty enchanted the universe. How beautiful was that hair that curled across his shoulders? His forehead was decorated by Vaishnav Tilak. His eyebrows were dramatically raised, and his magnificent glance stole the heart of all the ladies. His beautiful face defeated the pride of the autumn moon, and his smile showered nectar. His beautiful dhoti was wrapped with three folds and decorated with various ornaments. His gestures and postures were fascinating. The garland of malati flower hanging around Nimai's neck enchanted Gopal. He fell to the feet of Mahaprabhu and again looked at his face with expectation. But the Lord had reassumed his ascetic form, his ascetic form. Mahaprabhu Gorachandra pacified Gopal and gave him direct instructions. He ordered him to go to Vrindavan as soon as possible, for there he would meet two valuable jewels, namely Rupa and Sanatan. Tell them about my desire, said Mahaprabhu. In Vrindavan, you will get many disciples from all over the world. Having instructed Gopal, Mahaprabhu took him in his lap and soaked his body with tears from his own eyes. Mahaprabhu advised Gopal to keep the instructions confidential and not discuss them with anyone. Gopal was very happy with that. Sri Venkatabhata was satisfied seeing the sincerity with which Gopal served Sri Goranga. Mm. So, not only uh, was Venkatabhata a great devotee of the Lord, um, his uncle, Prabodhananda Saraswati, is a very famous devotee of, uh, of Lord Chaitanya. Um, Venkatabhata uh, Samani, Samadhi is just found at uh, Kaliya Dahak, the Kaliya Ghat on the Parikram mark. And right behind, we find the Samadhi of Gopabhata Goswami. Ah, yes. When we are in Vrindavan and walking towards Madan Mohan on, along the Parikram path, and we're passing the uh, Kaliya Ghat, let us not forget to just 
go behind. We can walk right through the gut, actually. And right behind, we come to the Samadhi of Prabodhananda Saraswati. Ah, yes, because such a devotee. It was Prabodhananda Saraswati who, who, was, who educated Gopal Bhatta. Uh, he was the one who trained him and taught him extensively in so many ways. And in this way, Gopal Bhatta became, um, became very, very learned. Everyone was amazed at the learning of Gopal Bhatta. Um, so, um, in due course of time, Gopal Bhatta Goswami went to Vrindavan. And it, then Rupa and Sanatan Goswamis wrote a letter, a letter to, uh, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, and in that letter to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they, uh, they mentioned that Gopal Bhatta has arrived. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very happy and said, ah, yes, uh, now the desires, now my desires to, uh, to write many books are fulfilled. So in this way, the Bhakti Ratnikar is the one book that writes extensively about Gopabhata Goswami. It goes uh, further than what I've just read to you. Um, so Gopabhata Goswami, he, uh, he somehow or other uh, was instructed by Sanatan Goswami about the book that he wanted to write about uh, Vaishnav behavior, uh, Vaishnav etiquette, or Sadachar. Because Sanatan Goswami had received the direct order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to write such a book. So Sanatan Goswami was working on this and he engaged Gopal Bhatta Goswami. And Gopal Bhatta Goswami uh, made many notes on this topic and, and uh, extensively. Uh, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, uh, being a great scholar, uh, then basically did, uh, did the lion's share of the work of collecting so many, so many quotes from so many scriptures. Right? And sometimes he is like considered like a co-author or sometimes even as the author of the, uh, the Hari Bhakti Vilas. Uh, but no, it's still the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the, Ch the Chaitanya Vaishnavas are accepting Sanatan Goswami as the author because Sanatan Goswami... <coughs> One second. Sanatan Goswami directed work. And Sanatan Goswami, he was the, uh, he had received the direct order and the direct instructions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So uh, obviously we should by no means uh, minimize Sanatan Goswami's role in, uh, in the writing of the Hari Bhakti Vilas. Um, another, another 
work that Gopal Bhatta Goswami uh, played a major role in is in the Satsandarbhas that were written by Jiva Goswamis. Now, the Satsandarbhas are the uh, principal philosophical treaties, which are uh, the Satsandarbhas are basically a commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. And on the basis of Srimad Bhagavatam, the Satsandarbhas are establishing the uh, the uh, the proper siddhanta of Gaudiya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings uh, based on evidence of, of Bhagavatam very systematically and from different angles and uh, practically speaking uh, the entire siddhanta of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is elaborated upon in the Satsandarbhas and so uh, so Gopal Bhatta Goswami provided notes then Jiva Goswami he used those notes and and started to organize them in various ways and wrote uh, and wrote the Sandarbhas in various uh, uh, covering various topics uh, such as the Tattva Sandarbha, the Preeti Sandarbha, the Bhakti Sandarbha, uh, the Krama Sandarbha. He wrote in these various Sandarbhas he approached different topics. First, in Tattva Sandarbha, he established the authority of the Bhagavatam. And uh, Jiva Goswami would write the Sandarbhas in Anuchedas. And he would write in each Anucheda, which is a short section of a number of verses, he would present a thesis, then the antithesis or the, the counter argument to the particular thesis and or any objections then he'd refute these objections and then uh, and, and and in this way he would uh, thoroughly establish the uh, siddhanta of the teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and those who are uh, want to go deep into the philosophy of uh, of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are uh, doing well to study the Satsandarbhas. And of course, uh, the Satsandarbhas are also uh, returning in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, uh, if we just type in, in, in our folio program, which always which allows us to search and we just type in Sandarbha. Yeah. Then we see how uh, how the Acharyas also in their commentaries are using the uh, Sandarbhas. Now I can also search it a little different. One second. Uh -huh. Query template. 
to the translations. There you go. Okay. And now try it again. Sun Dar Ba. Hey. Anyway, uh, these things you shouldn't do when you're online. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I get over enthusiastic. Um, Sandarbas are are very uh, are very deep and wonderful uh, revelations of uh, of the of the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. So we're seeing that Kopabhata Goswami is is taking a supporting role in writing these books, but uh, a supporting role of great great importance. Uh, uh, as I was having a, a computer and I was quickly trying to look at the computer and I couldn't find uh, some references so quickly, uh, even although computers are supposed to make it easy and quickly. At the time of the ghost swamis, uh, such uh, research of scripture was taking a lot more effort, a lot more effort. And of course, uh, so here Gopalbhata Goswami, um, because of being very learned, um, he was able to, uh, to greatly support and assist the Goswamis, uh, Rupa and Sanatan and Jiva Goswami, or the principal writers, in their, uh, in their writing of the... Uh, of, of, of various crucial literatures. Mm. So, when we're speaking about Srila Gopalbhata Goswami, we also must speak about, uh, about his role in, uh, in the worship of Radharaman. Well, after all, uh, as we read, it was uh, it was uh, his Shaligram Shila, the Damodar Shila, who transformed into, uh, into a deity. Uh, it is said that Gopalbhata Goswami went, uh, went up to, uh, into the Himalayas and went up to the Gandaki River. And that then, when he was taking water, from the river, from the Kamandalu, that there were these, these shilas in there, um, 12 shilas. Now, obviously in the Himalayas, you have to see water doesn't stand still. There is like, uh, uh, it's, it's, there's quite a slope, right? And there, near Muktinath, which is high, you know, the, the, river, the river comes down at quite some, some uh, some speed. So Gopalbhata was just holding out his kamandalu and scooping up water, and then there were these twelve shilas inside, and so he put them back in the river. They took water again, and then the shilas were there again. And some say a third time, I don't know, or a second time, but. Whatever may be, uh, since these shilas appeared again in his in his kamandalu, then he took it 
that he was destined to worship them. So then he brought these Shalagram Shilas down and he, he worshipped the Shalagram Shilas. Uh, and Shalagram Shila is, is, uh, is, is, uh, is widely uh, elaborated upon in scripture. The Vishnu Purana gives, uh, gives all descriptions and it, it formally any Brahmana would, uh, would worship the Shalagram Shila. And Shalagram Shila is to be worshipped very strictly according to the Vishnu Purana and properly and, and if not then there will be also reactions. The worship of Shalagram is, is not, not light, it must be done very correctly. And those who worship Shalagram uh, can read the, the uh, uh, they can read uh, the Vishnu Purana. Also, uh, Padmanabha Goswami from the Radharaman temple made an elaborate uh, book on this uh, Shalagram Shila. And uh, yes, on the worship of Shalagram Shila. And that book is also recommended, downloadable from the web. And uh, I can certainly uh, say it's good to, to, to read such a book. Um, Shaligram was certainly part of, uh, of Mahaprabhu's movement. We remember that Advaita Acharya was worshipping the Shaligram Shila with Gangajal and Tulasi based on the Gotamiya Tantra. And now we see how the Shalagram of, uh, of Gopabhata Goswami transformed. Gopabhata Goswami uh, then uh, established the worship of Radharaman. And he appointed some, some householders to actually do the Seva Puja. And it is those householders that, uh, and their descendants, that continue to worship uh, Sisi Radha Raman through generations. And, and they do so in a, very, uh, in a very gorgeous way, making wonderful offerings and, and in a high standard of worship in Vrindavan. And Srila Prabhupada greatly appreciated that standard of worship um, and said we should uh, certainly learn how to worship the deity. And because the deity is very small, um, it, is, it is easy to, to move him. So because he can be moved around, um, he does. He has his own uh, prasadam room where he is carried and there he takes his prasadam in, in his bulk, in, 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 in uh, not prasadam, but bulk. Huh? And uh, the uh, bulk then that the Lord is taking is, uh, is adjusted to the season. He gets a nice hot kitri in the cold Vrindavan winter. Um, Radharaman has many beautiful paraphernalia, a silver elephant, uh, so many wonderful darshans of Radharaman.
Um, there's beautiful kirtan also uh, in, in the worship of Radharaman. And uh, so we, we, we heard that since 435 years that worship has been going on uninterrupted in Vrindavan. And the fire is in the, always burning in the kitchen and, uh, and, and there's no such things as matches uh, that are entering into, uh, into the kitchen. So it is very nice that a tradition is being maintained um, because, uh, yes, when we can engage matches and lighters in the service of the Lord, there's no difficulty. But of course, uh, little by little then, also uh, tradition may change. Uh, therefore, it is nice when in, in temples in India, uh, an ancient tradition is just maintained uh, very faithfully without change. So that is there. So we are uh, very, very pleased to uh, bow down to Sila Gopal Bhatta Goswami. His samadhi is also there at the Radharaman temple. Um, Gopal Bhatta Goswami uh, is, uh, is a great instrument of, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And, and great devotees uh, became his disciple, in particularly Srinivasacharya. Uh, earlier today, I gave a lecture uh, online about uh, Narutandas Thakur and how Narutam and Srinivas were a next generation and how they met in Vrindavan and were trained by Jiva Goswami and prepared, prepared to very expertly teach, teach the uh, conclusions of the Goswami literatures. And after they thoroughly absorbed them, uh, then uh, they were empowered by uh, Jiva Goswami. Uh, then Naratam was called Thakur Mahasai. Naratam was then the disciple of Lokanath Goswami, and Srinivas was given the name Acharya. Srinivas Acharya, who was the disciple of Gopalbhata Goswami. And these personalities, along with Shamananda, uh, was the disciple of Vidai Chaitanya. And these three personalities, they were sent by Jiva Goswami. Uh, to with the manuscripts to Bengal and to teach the manuscripts and widely distribute, uh, to, to make copies of them and widely distribute them in, in Bengal and in this way to unite, uh, to unite the development of, uh, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, of Chaitanya Vaishnavism, uh, which had developed in Vrindavan and in Bengal, and to uh, and to bring these two together right, under 
under one umbrella, under the umbrella of the writings of the Goswamis. So we can see how Gopalbata was an instrument of the Lord, who appeared for a particular purpose, who clearly was meant uh, was meant to be uh, what he later became. He was in his youth. Uh, he appeared in 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 a in a pious, proper Vaishnava family. Became graced by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Became greatly educated by his uncle Prabodhananda, who was just an unwavering devotee of Lord Chaitanya and wrote uh, the Chaitanya Chandramrita, which is extraordinary, which shows such faith in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that it is inconceivable. And uh, Srila Prabodhananda also wrote the Vindavan Mahimamrita. And again, he shows such faith in the Holy Dham that it is just amazing. Uh, and Gopal Bhatta Goswami is, is then uh, educated by his uncle and particularly came uh, to fulfill the purpose of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who clearly instructed him in a dream so that he could peacefully dedicate himself to that service. Vande Rupa Sanatana Raguya Go Sijiva Gopala Go. Hare Krishna. Thank you very, very much.